The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save games the dates? The first Use IMAP to playoffs. check email on other email spots. clients. Identify fonts, fonts from where to find the best. Welcome back to Content Optimization Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to continue our month-long dive into the words behind the numbers and discuss what SEOs need to know about content optimization. Joining us today is Robert Rose, who, according to his LinkedIn profile, is both the chief strategist and chief troublemaker at the Content Marketing Institute, which is a resource that helps marketers maximize their content's marketing efforts by teaching them how to attract and retain customers through compelling multi-channel storytelling. And today, Robert's going to talk us through the changing landscape of the content marketing industry. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's our conversation with the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Rose, Chief Troublemaker at the Content Marketing Institute. Robert, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Oh, thank you very much, my friend. It's always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to have content marketing royalty on the show. The last time we talked, oh dear. I said that you were the godfather of the content marketing industry and you corrected me and said you are the consigliere. And I just want to go on record of saying, you made us an offer that we can't refuse. I'm sure I'm butchering the godfather, but it's great to have you back on the show. Take the content, leave the cannoli. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the content with the cannoli. It's good. That's good. There you go. So it's been, I don't know, six months since we last talked. I'm sure a lot has changed and a lot is the same in the content marketing industry. And we wanted to talk to you today about some of the changes and about how marketing teams and SEOs need to consider what's different with content. Talk to me a little bit about the overall landscape. Where does content fit into 
a marketer's arsenal today? And how does that impact what is, you know, falling on the SEO's plate? Well, two big questions there, I think. And I think the critical thing is, is that it's becoming or should be becoming more integrated than it probably is. You know, you've got a couple of things going on from the way that you asked the question. You've got content marketing, which is succeeding in pockets in most organizations where it sort of erupts usually as some kind of experiment, usually with a couple of people. Our latest research says that more than 55% of companies usually have one or two people handling content for the entire organization. And so it's very ad hoc. It's very sort of supportive of other functions in marketing like demand generation or email marketing or the web content team or the brand team or the PR team. And so those people are providing some level of editorial, thought leadership, etc., content writ large for the business and not scaling it very well as a result. And where that fits into SEO is usually either it's a function built into the SEO strategy, either through an agency or through an internal team. And in many ways, SEO is transforming into this more how do we get content seen, distributed, and used for findability and, and all of the things that we did with SEO, rather than sort of the more technology-driven, technical-driven structure of content that it arguably used to be. And so as those two things start to get more integrated into the business, we're seeing either a challenge with scalability, and because as it starts to work, people want to scale it, and two, as it becomes more siloed as its own functional thing, a challenge with measurement, right? How are we actually trying to measure this function of calling it content marketing plus SEO plus whatever, you know, whatever content production we're doing? One of the things that I've seen is there's kind of a macro trend. Uh, and I think that this is, you know, there's so many ad impressions that are floating around across so many channels. People are consuming more and more media. And consumers tend to not want to be advertised to. And so instead of just showing what used to work for your display, you know, banner ads, even your creative in your social media channels, right? The flat image ad is no longer resonating. People don't want to be advertised. They don't want to be disrupted in what they're doing. And so more and more of marketing and advertising is turning into either producing video that looks like content or content that is not necessarily positioned to be advertising, but carries an advertorial message. Talk to me about where content is fitting into the greater landscape in terms of its place in advertising outside of just you know SEO and Google. Is content becoming more valuable? No. And arguably, it wasn't ever valuable. It is the impact on the audience that makes content valuable, not the content itself. This is one of the challenges, by the way, that businesses have is they measure exactly the wrong thing. We measure content by its... And we even call it an asset when it is usually neither of those things. It is neither valuable nor an asset to the business because, quite frankly, it's not having the intended impact that we want it to have. Right. And a lot of that is exactly due to the, all the things that you're speaking to, which is the decline of advertising, the sort of noise that's in the marketplace, the fragmentation of audiences across so many different channels, 
all of that has commoditized the idea of content in so many different ways, not to mention the fact that there's search and social and all of the different walled gardens that are beginning to be erupted. I'm reminded of a conversation I had just a couple of days ago about the idea of how Google is now pulling more and more content into the search results where you know less than half of searches now result in a click because quite frankly, I can get the answer I need right there off the Google search results page. And even if you rank number one or number two or number four, you might be on page two because quite frankly, the content that Google is scraping in there is taking up the majority of the real estate of the first page. All of that is basically forcing companies to start to think about the value of what it is they're creating, not from an individual content asset perspective, but the experience that they're creating when they do attract traffic to their owned media properties. Now, that might be a blog. It might be a website. It might be a microsite. It might be a digital magazine. It might be their email newsletter. But the question isn't today isn't how do we attract attention in context with, you know, an ad on a website or an ad in the middle of a social feed or an ad at the top of a Google page, but rather what it is we do when we actually attract someone to get to there. Not how we're getting the attention, but actually how are we holding it? How are we actually engaging a user to the extent that they want to stay with our content and actually engage with it? And that's where the value is. The value is on what impact are we having on holding the attention of the consumer or our audiences as we as we bring them in. And that's changing fundamentally the way we think of creation of content. Because you're right, that flat ad is gone. The flat ad usefulness is gone. What's replacing it is, how do I give you enough information that you want to click through and then not only want to click through, but stay? Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It's interesting, you know, when I asked the question, is content becoming more valuable? Your first answer was no. And then the, the story that you're telling is that the purpose of content is to create an engaging experience, not just to grab someone's attention, but to keep it. But to me, there's the and I don't mean to be argumentative, the notion that, you know, 
just running a flat ad, a display ad is no longer as valuable as it used to be. And a lot of brands are using their content and using these paid distribution channels to get their content out there to try to drive some sense of self-selection and then to remarket to the people that are interested in their content with either other content or other types of engagement strategies, which to me makes it feel like content is becoming more valuable because content is the ad now as opposed to an actual banner ad or a piece of display creative. Help me reconcile that. How does that mean that content is not becoming more valuable if it's being used to replace advertising? The key is in what we do with it, right? So the metaphor I often use is is that content is not oil. Content is coal. And it is a simple commodity, a raw material that if you don't do anything with it, if you don't actually synthesize it into something useful, it's not going to actually have any value at all. In other words, you can create something that's amazing and you can atomize it and create all these, you know, ads and pay for placement in the, you know, in Google. You can pay for placement in social media. You can pay and still have it perform horribly, right? You know, <laughs> there's a classic quote. I think it's, you know, not to bring all Star Trek into this or anything, but it's the Jean Luc Picard. From Godfather to Star Trek, we're on a roll already. <laughs> it's the, it's the Jean Luc Picard quote where he says, you can absolutely make zero errors and still lose. And, That's where we are with content today. It is simply just a raw material. We have to package it, present it, contextualize it in a way that creates trust with the audiences that we're doing. So it's not just creating. It's the how do we actually package it up and create an experience for customers that is actually worth holding their attention over time. And that's when you think about it for a moment here, you you can see what's happening with Google, with Facebook, with Twitter, with LinkedIn, basically all of those platforms are becoming walled gardens. And as Facebook goes out and makes a deal with all of these publishers, the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post and New York Times and says, Hey guys, we're going to pull your content into our interface and have people just interact with the news stories and the content right within this walled garden. Well, what the publishers are doing are simply making a deal with the devil there because they're conflating their brand with the Facebook brand. And so... You know, you see this happening where audiences don't trust the news that they're getting through social media, but they're getting the news from things that they do trust. And so that context is really, really important. So if we really are going to be the trusted source of interesting things for our consumers. We not only have to get the content out on all of these display mechanisms, we have to get the audiences into our sphere of influence, our owned media performance in order to have that ability to create the true trust, not with Facebook. In other words, yeah, I can go post something out on Medium, but that gives Medium the benefit of the trust, not necessarily my brand. I want to build an experience and do something with that audience that has them trust me, has them trust me as the storyteller, as the delivery mechanism of that content, not another walled garden out there. Otherwise, I'm building Facebook's brand, not my own. Now I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, I think the key thing that I want to summarize that you said is content on its own is not inherently valuable, right? Content marketing is becoming increasingly valuable, right? Taking a piece of content and pushing it through all of these channels and doing syndication to get it out there is providing value and is becoming 
more of a mandatory practice than it ever has been before. And sure, there is some risk when you're taking your content and you're putting in another platform like Facebook. But when I originally asked, is content becoming more valuable? Your answer was no, content is still content. It's the raw material. Using content and content marketing to me is becoming more of a mainstay in a marketer's arsenal. Yes, that is the right way to think about it. You know, so here's another maybe horrible metaphor that I often use, which is businesses are really good at hacking together one airplane. And they're good at it, right? They can hack together one airplane and get something out. And at that campaign, that content campaign, it might perform. It actually might do pretty well. Businesses are horrible at building airplane factories. They're really not good at scaling and creating efficiency in mass producing experiences that can perform over time. And so taking a risk on being able to take those raw materials and doing it once, yeah, you might hit, you might miss, you know, creating a consistent set of experiences that builds value over time is just a different, it's a different skill set. And building that airplane factory is a whole different idea than taking raw components and synthesizing them one time. So I think that's a really important point. And so let me reiterate it. You know, I I think that what we're getting to is content on its own is a raw material. You need to be able to market your content, whether that's through SEO, whether you're getting Google to prioritize your content, uh, you know, some of the other channels that are out there, your paid media channels. But brands often struggle to build the infrastructure to be able to create a scalable content machine. So that's a a good stopping point for us today. We're going to continue this conversation tomorrow with Robert Rose and talk a little bit about some of the changes and ways that brands are putting together their content marketing teams effectively. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Robert Rose, Chief Content Strategist and Troublemaker at the Content Marketing Institute. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Robert, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His Twitter handle is Robert underscore Rose, or you can visit his company's website, which is contentadvisory.net. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to continue our conversation with Robert Rose. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 